Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one, finally. It's been a long, long time coming. The very first inaugural episode of the podcast I've decided to call. A lot of names kicked around. A lot of different ideas. Um, But we've landed on the Friends You Can Keep podcast. The U is not spelled like a word. It's just the letter U. The idea for that name came from my mother, who long before people used the letter U as a word in texting, way back in the 80s, in people's yearbooks, would write that. She would just write the word fuck. And then she got yelled at for just writing the word fuck in people's yearbooks, which I thought was hysterical. I found that out over the over the winter, I guess, actually. Um, but yeah. I thought that was a fantastic name. I, I kicked a lot of shit around, and then I don't know what I was doing the one day when I kept trying to think of a name, and then I was like, oh my god, that is a fantastic idea. That's it. And it just stuck, and my wife liked it, and people I pitched it out to liked it, and I thought it was funny. It's going to be hard to do merch, <laughs> but I'll make it work. Nah, you can put anything on a t-shirt nowadays, man. People don't care. Oh, yeah. It's not like when I was in elementary school. And, oh, yeah. and the teacher's like, you can't wear that South Park shirt. <laughs> South Park's not even cool. Fuck off. <laughs> um, but, without further ado, I am joined in the very first episode by a dear friend of mine who I've not, I've not known a long time. What's it been? Like two and a half, three years? That's what I was thinking. Really not that long, but yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, I have no concept of time anymore. I hit, I reached my 20s and I just stopped. <laughs> Shit that I feel like happened yesterday happened like 10 years ago. Shit that happened 10 years ago I feel like happened yesterday. But and it's like the same with this. Like I feel like I've known you for like 10 years and I just haven't. Found yeah. It. Not even close. Um, but, but my dear friend, Andrew Ball, um, we met. In a real shit, <laughs> real shit school and a real shit class. Like, the dumbest class I've ever taken. It was what? Like an introductory ever. biology class. Yeah, it was an introductory biology class where we sat in the back of the room and listened to this woman who was older than us argue with the teacher that evolution wasn't real because monkeys and zoos don't evolve into people. Oh my god, I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I remember there that conversation. Yes. Oh. That was not the weirdest conversation we had. I don't remember no. I think any of them, but she was adamant that she did not believe in evolution. That was the one that stuck out. Yeah. And her argument was because monkeys in zoos don't evolve into people. <laughs> and that she was like, that blew me away. <laughs> She was like, she was like, I went to the zoo when I was a kid, and then I went again, and she was what, at least in her thirties, maybe. At like, least. And she was like, and I've, I've gone back recently, and they like, they look exactly the same. They haven't changed, and I'm like, that is your <laughs> argument. I was like, you clearly have no idea. A, you're not paying attention to the class. No. <laughs> no. B, well, she was so sure she was right. She probably was just sitting there with her arms crossed. Like, she argued about a ton of shit, and I'm just like, oh, everything, every time. Yeah, yeah. It was great. It if I was a bigger asshole. Like, I wish, I really wish I was, 
when she made that whole evolution argument, when she said that, since she was two rows ahead of us and we were in the back, I should have just been like, oh my god, you are fucking correct. <laughs> this is so dry. So Just sad. like, evolution doesn't, evolution isn't real because monkeys and zoos don't evolve. And then just like, <laughs> let it be quiet for a minute and then just from the back of the room be like, holy fuck, that is the most logical statement I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Fuck you, Bill Nye. Evolution doesn't exist. <laughs> I think that would have gone over really well. It would have went over well with, like, four people that knew I was kidding. It's like you and me and maybe, yeah, two other people. And then, like, everybody <laughs> else would have been like, ew. Just would be like, a combination of <laughs> what a dick or I'm not even paying attention to anything that's happening. Oh, yeah. Because it's an introductory bio class at the satellite campus of oh, a local God. community college. <laughs> oh, God. It was so bad. It was fucked. I mean, that was, like, the the best part of that class was getting there. And I, Hattie was the only person I knew when the class started. Yeah. Because that was the semester that we weirdly had, like, four classes together. Like I had a yeah. I had a drawing class with her the f- semester before, mm-hmm. and then we somehow had like a drawing class together, a painting class together, that bio class, and then something else. I forget what the other one was, but we had like four or five classes together that semester. So bizarre, so strange. I haven't talked to her since we left, <laughs> since we were done. She unfriended me. Like, did she? I think I don't know when. But at some point, I don't know what made me stumble upon finding out. I think it's because... That she, like, unfollowed me on Instagram and then unfriended me on Facebook. And I'm like, okay. I think I saw something that she put up on Facebook and I, like, texted you about it. could it, have been. And you went to look and you were like, we're not friends yeah, anymore. it could have been. But I don't know why. I think I was just such a minor part of her college experience yeah. that she just forgot that I was... Like, What's so shitty? What's so place. shitty about that situation is, like... <clears throat> I, I wouldn't by any means say that her and I were friends. But, like, when you do, when you go on to find something, even if it's just to make fun of someone, and you find out that they've unfriended <laughs> you, it's just kind of like, why? Yeah. Why did you unfriend me? What like, did I, can I like, get, what did I what do? What did I do to deserve this? Like, why can't we be friends? For you to, like, take time out of your day to be yeah. like, I no longer want contact with this. And especially, I mean, I get it. I'm much older than she is. And I'm... I've been old since I was born. Like, I don't... I'm not... (laughs) That's fair. I can deal with social media, and I can work my way around social media, but it's not a gigantic part of my life. Yeah. That my other thing is, like, to to take the time out of your day to go find someone's profile and then unfriend them or unfollow them on Instagram. Right. But I don't know. My only other... My only other explanation would be that she got an actual, like steady boyfriend and then got engaged and i think now she's married married, but i'm wondering if it's because of that maybe because i think she had i think she kind of had a crush on me i mean i can't say i blame her (laughs) neither can i um that's i've i've had that problem my whole life damn um but yeah I, i think the best part of that class was i i knew just her and then you came in, and it was just this, like, spry, attractive, 20-something-year-old <laughs> kid who's, like, an hour late, 
to this class. 100%. And then yeah. indulged this 46-year-old guy just by, like, <laughs> sitting in the back of this classroom laughing. It took me back to my high school days in 1972. It was <laughs> fantastic. I, seriously, I felt like I'm 26, and I went to some of my classes, and I felt like Rodney Dangerfield and back to school. Oh I'm like, what God. the fuck am I doing here? Why am I here? I don't want to be here. Like, I graduated in 2011, and I went to, I trained to be a professional wrestler for a little bit, and that didn't work out because of my health issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to go to college for art, and that that was a fucking disaster as well. That's just <laughs> a ton of money I will never get back. I am still paying it back. Because no one told me, like, figure out what you want to do and major and, in that. Like, yeah. I majored in fine art. I don't have any discernible particular skill. I'm okay at painting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're great at painting. I'm, like, okay at illustrating. But I illustrate like someone who went to high school in 1972 on pen and paper. I can't do shit on a computer. Yeah. But it's 2019 and everybody's like, on a computer. can you draw in Photoshop? I'm like, no. Give me a fucking <laughs> notebook and a pencil, you asshole. Like, just scan it into the computer when I'm done. Do whatever yeah. you have to do from there. Exactly. But. You really are a 46-year-old man. You, so I think old. you're getting older just so since old. we started the podcast. So I think old. you've gotten at least 20 years old. I'm so old. I'm so old. <laughs> I didn't get, like. I didn't get Facebook until it wasn't cool to have Facebook anymore. That's fair. Like, Facebook was big when I was in high school. Oh, yeah, because it was blown up. Because it and was then, MySpace's ass. And then everybody's like, I don't even, everybody, oh, do you have Facebook? And I'm like, what the fuck is Facebook? <laughs> what is Facebook? And then I watched that Mark Zuckerberg movie. Good movie. Who's, what's his name? Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. That's right. Lex Luthor. Yeah. The only <laughs> good, the only good part of that movie. Oh, my God. I'm going to get a lot of shit for that comment, but... Oh, 100%. He was. I mean, he, it wasn't very Lex Luthor, but the performance was great. It was a good performance. I liked... Yeah, I liked Ben Affleck, honestly. I mean, he's a shit actor. That's why he was good in that movie, because Batman... Batman. Batman as a person and as a character. Doesn't like, have to show He's a good character, mm-hmm. but emotionally, shit. Just total garbage. Oh, he is, like, the definition of someone who is just emotionally unstable. It's dark or it's nothing. Mm -hmm. Batman's emotional palette is a dark room with a door shut. Like, and that's Ben Affleck as an actor. (laughs) Ben Affleck as an actor is a plastic bag blowing in the wind. It's like... (laughs) I feel like I'm just, like, people either love Ben Affleck as Batman, they just love him in general, or they despise him. I'm I so indifferent. I don't get people who love him in general. I don't. There's, I think he's a good director. There's a couple actors, and I'm like, why? They're not good. Who else? There's a lot of weird ones. Kelly and I have this conversation a lot about people, like, we we start the conversation with, like, God, these people suck. They're shit <laughs> actors. They're not good at acting at all. And then you think about movies they've been in, and it's like, but fuck, they make really good movies. I don't particularly think Jake Gyllenhaal is a good actor. Oh, but wow. holy shit, does he make good movies. Good thing Ryan's not here. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I yeah. like him a lot. But, yeah. like, when you really watch him act... He's not that good. He makes good movies. Yeah, yeah, But, like, his acting ability doesn't seem to be, like... So you're saying that, like, he just kind of stumbles into really good movies and isn't... 
But what's weird is there's also there's other actors where I can see like Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is a fucking terrible actor. He's awful. He's such he's so ah he's just a fucking terrible garbage actor. He's Mark Wahlberg, but he's in fantastic movies. I think because of the supporting cast. There is not a movie that if it's carried by Mark Wahlberg, it's a good movie. Uh, fair. You mean, like, if he's the only big name? If he's really, like, the only, the real big... Because, like, Shooter it was mostly him, but there's other people in that movie that are good. Mm-hmm. Um, Boogie Nights had a lot of good actors in it. I've never seen Boogie Nights. Patriots Day had a lot of good actors in it, which was the, the Boston uh, bombing. Or Massacre. What the fuck? What the fuck else was he in? That's, like... Ted. Ted, but <laughs> Seth MacFarlane wrote that, and I think Seth MacFarlane could write a role for anybody. Well, and again, it was like him and Mila Kunis and yeah. a bunch of other people. It's like working off of Mila Kunis, working off of Seth MacFarlane as Ted, working off of Giovanni Ribisi as that creepy guy. Yeah, oh my god. He's underrated. A very Giovanni underrated. Ribisi very just underrated. Kinda, he just kind of pops up here and yeah. there. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's that guy. And I'm like, that's Giovanni Ribisi. He's amazing. <laughs> Giovanni Ribisi, like the two most underrated actors or like Giovanni Ribisi and Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. He's coming into his due though. Oh, yeah. Like they made three billboards and he got nominated for a fuck ton of oh, awards. Okay. And I'm so behind him. People like loved him so much. And then he's in Vice as W, and he's this fucking that's yeah. the greatest thing you'll ever watch. I need to see it. Watching him as George W. Bush is fantastic. That's what got me hooked. Like I was watching the trailers, and when he's sitting, he's sitting there like eating wings, and he's like, oh, "Yeah, I want you to be my Vice," and I'm like, yeah. "That." I, that makes me want to watch it. Just see. He's like got to be, I mean, behind RDJ, just because he's Robert Downey Jr. He, Sam Rockwell is like the best part of Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah. He's so good in that. He is. I just watched that the other day with people who have never seen it, and they were like, who the hell is this guy? He's so yeah. weird. And I was like, no, 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 you don't. I was like, you don't shit on Sam Rockwell. Yeah. I mean, he's totally weird. Oh, I mean, yeah. He's they weird as shit. Character, but I, I was so quick to get we defensive were, about well, him. Well, his character in that movie isn't weird, though. Sam, Sam Rockwell as a person is weird. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you watch his acceptance speeches at awards, you watch him do interviews, he's like, he's a little bit of a, like a jittery, mm-hmm. weird kind of guy. We talked about that yesterday, Kelly and I, because a friend of ours on Facebook put up this thing of like, if you could have dinner with five celebrities who are still alive, mm-hmm. who would they be? And I was like, I want to say Sam Rockwell, but I'm like, he's too weird of a guy that I think it would, I think it would throw off. Yeah. The thing of the party. Like, I, I critiqued Kelly because she put Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. And I'm like, I feel oh, like that... would run that entire thing. That's what I mean. They like would take it over. I'm like, you have to take into consideration, like, who's there yeah. and who else is there. Because mm-hmm. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler is going to take over. Exactly. And it's not going to be a dinner party anymore. Yeah. It's just going to be the two of them doing a bit. Like, mine, I also wanted to say Jeff Bridges because I love Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, he is... So kooky. He just rambles. I'm like, you're not going to... It's going to be an hour-long dinner, and 45 minutes is going to be him talking. Wait, this is what I want. I only have three. got to think of two more. But I, want, I want Jeff Bridges, Sam Rockwell, and Harrison Ford. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, that would just... Nothing would get accomplished. Jesus Christ. Ever. I'm, a you need, like, Jeff Bridges, Sam Rockwell, Harrison Ford... Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Psycho YTV. Yeah, maybe. Jennifer Lawrence, honestly. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. She's never seen her. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
she is so weird, but she would be like so strange, so, so strange, strange, but like not an old white guy. Like if she would no, in, like she's a young, funny, <laughs> like. I think she's still, she might be in the 30s now, but, like, she would bring, like, a younger, weirder... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it would balance things out. Yeah, it's a very strange... But, yeah, you'd have to be careful with who you pick, because, like, if you pick to, like, do it with, like, the cast of the Avengers, you would just sit there, and they would, like... Yeah. They're a family, and you would just be, like, kind of observing. <laughs> it would be fucking terrible. I ended on Robert Downey Jr., Dave Chappelle, um... Fuck, what is his name? Ted Danson. Paul Rudd. Oh. Who else did I have as a comedian? Shit. Louis C.K. No. Fuck Uh, no. Dane Cook. You take it back a few years, it might have been Louis, but not not now. (laughs) No, no. Not now. Um, Shit. I had so many. I bounced around so many ideas. (laughs) Yeah, Oh God! <laughs> I bounced around a lot of ideas, and that's why I can't think of precisely who I said. I know it was a comedian. Yeah, I just don't remember which one. Because Jerry Seinfeld was brought up at one point. Oh, he'd be a good one. Tom Papa was brought up at one point, and then I did like a we did a bunch of different ones. Because I did one that was like Burt Kreischer, Tom Scora. Oh my! God. I did like the newer comics. Yeah, I did. I edited a bunch of different ones. I forget who my fifth one was, though, my my original. Mm-hmm. Nick Offerman. That's who it was. Oh, he is so... He has got to be, like, the most unique celebrity I've ever not met, but, like, he's just got to be, like, the most Yeah. Unique. He's so... And him and Megan Mullally and the shit that they get up to in interviews and stuff. Nick Offerman really, like, him and Jennifer Lawrence is the same way. They strike me as people who are, like, celebrities, but they don't seem like they're celebrities. It, yeah, it doesn't affect them. Like, they don't know that they're famous. Yeah. Like, Mark Ruffalo's kind of like that, too. <laughs> well, Mark Ruffalo has openly admitted, like, I only act to further my philanthropic ventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I play the Hulk so I can pay to, like, protest pipelines opening and shit. I mean, fair Which, enough. good for him. Yeah, holy crap. That's what DiCaprio is basically doing now. DiCaprio hasn't made a movie in since The Revenant. He's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, that's his first movie in like I think four years. Or the something. new Quentin Tarantino movie that I really want to see. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. I'm hyped about it. Um, did you hear he might be doing a Django Zorro? I did see that. Movie? I did see that, which is like I'll see it, but only if Antonio Banderas comes back as Zorro. Oh dear God! That's the only way I'm in. That's it. It's just Puss in Boots. Um, no, he's the dad from Spy Kids. Oh, Jesus. He's... God, you talk about a guy with a lot of uh, acting credits that are just all over the fucking board. Mm-hmm. Antonio Banderas is right there. For sure. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I... Robert Downey Jr. was my first pick immediately. And then I... You gotta be. I balanced it, like, Chappelle and Offerman were my comedians. Mm-hmm. Downey and Rudd were my actors, and then Ted Danson was my, like, kind of in-between. Wild card. He hadn't, I don't know that he's ever done stand-up, but, like, he was on Cheers, which was a sitcom. He's on The Good Place, which was a sitcom. I think he did more serious roles here and there. He was on CSI, I think. I think you're right. One of them. Yeah. One of, like, the 15 CSIs. That's what we do on television now. We just make one cop show and then do a bunch of spinoffs. Oh, uh, spinoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Or they just like make they do that. There's like 15 CSIs. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! My parents watch all of them, and I'm like, how? How? (laughs) Like, how are you? Do you have every show on NBC is based in Chicago? Yeah. Like, and like they all cross over all the time. Oh yeah. It's so. It was. I watched Chicago PD, and that was like super badass. Like the first couple seasons, and then. I spread myself too thin, and, like, a couple people came over from Chicago Fire, and I was like, well, fuck, now I gotta watch that. Tell <laughs> what's going on. And then they did the hospital show, and I was like, all right, I'm done. I was like, this is becoming, like, work. I was like, I'm no longer enjoying this. I have no desire to watch. There's a show very similar to those on Fox called 911. Yeah. And every time they play commercials for it, I'm like, this looks like the most melodramatic, over-the-top 100%. nonsense. My mom loves it. Like, but that's the target audience. They're showing, oh yeah, they're showing like the trailer for the premiere episode, and there's an earthquake, but they make it seem like I don't know where it's even based. I think it's in California. I don't know where that show. It's not Chicago. I don't know where that show. I don't know where <laughs> that show is show. based. Yeah, but they make it seem like the show is based in L.A. Let's say. Mm-hmm. But the trailer makes it seem like everybody in Los Angeles, Nevada, and New Mexico is somehow being affected by this one earthquake, and, like, the earth is crumbling underneath them. Oh. Like, it is classic. catastrophic, <laughs> Fast and the Furious-level catastrophe. Fast and Furious. Oh, Starring man. John Cena. Oh, yeah, Fast and Furious 9. Jesus Christ. Just yeah. stop. Just, Just stop the fact it. that they're doing that, the spinoff movie... With uh, The Rock and Jason Statham. The movie that looks like it's two movies that they just kind of mash together. Because mm-hmm. Idris Elba is acting like he's in a... He's like a James Bond villain in a very serious role. He's acting like a James Bond villain mixed with, like, a Marvel... Like, I think they're actually just giving him superpowers. And then... <laughs> I was like, guys, can we can we just take a second to remember that the first movie is about an undercover cop trying to bust up, like, street racers who yeah. are running drugs or something. And, like... And it, it it's worked up until now... For me, at least. They're, like, secret agents. They go on missions and stuff now. It's ridiculous, but it's still entertaining. <laughs> I I watched them up through... I don't even know. And the last one I watched was the first one The Rock was in. Fast Five, dude! And the only reason I watched it was because The Rock was in it. That's the best one. Because I come... I When it comes to The Rock, I come from the wrestling side of The Rock. That's fair. So I followed him into movies. Mm-hmm. So I, I was done after Fast Four. I'm like, okay. Tokyo Drift did not fit anywhere. I'm like, this was just a movie that you dropped in the middle. They bring it back. They bring it back. But in the terms of, that's like, when most, it came out. That's the most retconned, like, oh, God, what are we going to, oh, okay. Yeah. We'll pretend like we were planning on doing this the entire time, and it'll be kind of cool. And, like, and they show, because, oh, what's his face? Um, they kill that Han guy. Yeah. And then, and then Vin Diesel shows up at the end, and he's like, oh, yeah, Han used to run with me. And I'm like, is this your way of keeping Han in the movies but still killing him? And then he's in, like, the next three and then you find out that Jason Statham killed him. It's like, in the, in the original movie, it's like some freak car accident that he just happens to get in, and then his car explodes. And then in, in, in like an in a Marvel-esque after credits, they're like, just kidding, Jason Statham came in and killed on. And I'm like, dude, that is not at all what happened, but I'm so here for it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. I fucking love those movies. And then Charlie Puth wrote that song, and they put it in the one with... Or what's his name? Died. Paul Walker died. I'm, I maintain to this day that Paul Walker dying is the best thing that has ever happened to Charlie Puth. 
ever. His career was doing pretty well before that, though. Was it? Yeah. I had not heard of him up until that song. He, because of me working at the rink and having to know, like, popular music, he yeah. was, he had some hits before that. Yeah. Also, if I mean, you listen... Though, something on that scale? If like, you listen to that song without Wiz Khalifa, it is a million times a better song. It's so much better. And what's so weird, it. what's so weird is, they use that song in Fast and the Furious because Paul Walker is dead. Mm-hmm. When you listen to it without Wiz Khalifa, it's like a million times sadder of a song. Oh, big time. Like, it's got, it's if you're got using that song as like a, an in-memoriam song, you should have used the normal one because it cool. sounds like it. Big time, yeah. Wiz Khalifa just makes it like, oh, this is an in-memoriam song mm-hmm. in a Fast and the Furious movie. Big time, yeah, yeah. Normal Charlie Puth song sounds like Paul Walker is really dead. Charlie Puth featuring Wiz Khalifa is like, Paul Walker died in the movies, but he's not really <laughs> he's dead not in real really life. Dead in real life. He died, but we're going to be okay. He died, but his brother looks just like him. Because <laughs> it's all about family, guys. Okay, we get it, Vin. You're modern-day Sylvester Stallone. It's Please sit down. Family. Oh, my God. He is modern-day Sylvester Stallone. I feel like Sylvester terrible. Stallone is still modern-day Sylvester oh Stallone. God. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is the fucking worst. Oh, my God. We don't need another Rambo, Sly. Just stop it. Retire and be done with it. We are getting another Indiana Jones, though. Oh, God, that's even fucking worse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I just can't... Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> I can, man. I can tolerate Harrison Ford, because you can still understand him. He's an old man who still, like, when he speaks, you can understand he what he's saying. Mm-hmm. You couldn't understand Sylvester Stallone in the 80s. You can't. It's worse now. No, half of his mouth doesn't work. Yeah. Like, him talking in the 80s just sounded like mumbling gibberish. Now he's older, and somehow his voice has just gotten a million times deeper. <laughs> it's a million times. So, like, you watch the trailer for Rambo 16, or whatever the fuck it is, and it's just him deep as shit, like, And I'm like, what? What did you just say? And I didn't, like, I didn't, I saw the trailer came out. First of all, it's Sylvester Stallone, who's like 102. At least. Playing Rambo, and the song in the trailer is "Old Town Road." I'm like, Jesus fucking. Oh Christ. no, it is not. It is. Wow. They don't. I don't know if they ever play the lyrics, but it's definitely like you can hear. Oh no, they do. Jesus like it's the instrumentals for the first God knows how many minutes of the trailer, and they don't ever play the rap part of it. Yeah, just the lyrics. It's instru- It's instrumentals. And then, like, when it gets to, like, we're going to show you a quick montage of all the action. Mm-hmm. It's like him walking with a gun in his hand. And then it's just Billy Ray Siler's like, well, I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm like, oh, oh my Christ. God. And then it's just him shooting people. Yeah. And then it's, like, 102-year-old Sylvester Stallone, one versus 50 of, like, these 20-something-year-old dudes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because, you know, he's definitely going to beat them. Oh, There's no bullets left in that gun, and he's 102. No, but yeah, no. he's definitely going to win. He'll be fine. Because what's probably going to happen is Schwarzenegger's going to come out. I was just going to say, Schwarzenegger's another one who is just... These movie stars from like the 70s and the 80s are just... They are making so much money <laughs> just coming back to the same characters. Harrison Ford, Arnold Schwarzenegger is playing Terminator yeah. again. I'm, I'm predicting... Mm. I'm predicting Rambo ends... With the cast of The Expendables comes in. <laughs> and that's how that movie ends. And it's like a weird prequel to The Expendables. That's another like, really, situation where they're his like, character, this, but here His character in The Expendables has always been John Rambo. John Rambo. I'd buy it. He just changed his name. Because, and grew a mustache. Because they're after me again. 
Adrian died, and I don't know what to do with my life Adrian. anymore. Oh my god. That's that's what Rambo should have been. Rambo should have been the sequel to Rocky. Adrian's dead. Is. Mick is I dead. We just determined that that is what's happening. It's funny you brought up Kingdom of Crystal Skull because Kelly and I just talked about that too. Because Kelly hates that movie. See, when I saw it... And up until a couple months ago, that was the only Indiana Jones movie I'd seen beginning to end. What? Uh, see, I saw that one, and I was 12 or 13. Yeah. So it like, had action, and I was like, this is great. And then and then I got to high school, and I like told somebody that, and he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, <laughs> yeah. Like, someone was talking about Indiana Jones, and I was like, that part in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And like, it was Shia LaBeouf... <laughs> And, like, Shia LaBeouf was another one who was, like, in another movie with a lot of explosions yes. and Transformers and was on Even Stevens. So, like, I loved Shia LaBeouf and yeah. before it was in Star Wars. So I was I was on board for it. And then I learned that there were, like, three other Indiana Jones movies. And yeah. I watched those. And I came back and I was like, can you know this Crystal yeah. Skull fucking sucks? They rope you in with Shia because he was in Transformers before it got... He was big then. He was in Transformers, like, before it turned all fast and the Furious and just kept making movies that didn't need to be made. Right. yeah, yeah. And then they proved, that helped prove my theory of if Mark Wahlberg does a movie, John Cena will do that same movie as a sequel because they have the same career path. Because Mark Wahlberg was in Transformers and, and then and John Cena was in Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Ah. Mark Wahlberg was in Daddy's Home. John Cena is at the very end of Daddy's Home. And I don't know who's in Daddy's oh, Home yeah. too because Daddy's Home 1 sucked dick. That movie was terrible. <laughs> I laughed through it. Oh, God. It was so... You lose me. I can laugh at movies that are, like, over the top and really funny. Like, the Blues Brothers is one of them. Mm -hmm. The Blues Brothers has so much over-the-top fucking nonsensical bullshit. But it's hilarious because they they know that's what they're doing. Exactly. But then you watch Daddy's Home, and you have Will Ferrell in this god-awful CGI on the motorcycle flying through the house, then flies through the second-floor window, lands on the ground, just gets up like, I'm fine! I'm like... That's my favorite part. No. <laughs> no, I don't I'm like, any of that no. That was horrible. I'm like, that's not funny, Will. What happened to you? What happened was he agreed to do a movie that was basically for kids. That movie... It's so different than Grown Ups. Grown Ups 1, my wife, my wife loves... These shitty post anger management Adam Sandler movies, and they're terrible. They're all I love Adam Sandler. I have loved Adam Sandler since I was a child, but his new movies suck. Oh, yeah. They're the same movie over and over again. 100%. Grown Ups One was really funny to me. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Then Grown Ups Two came out, and you immediately lose me with that terrible CGI deer running through his house and peeing all over the place. I remember seeing that in the commercial. I fell asleep during Rumps, too. I'm like, fuck me, this is Because the first one was funny, so, like, me and, and a couple of my friends rented it, uh, and put it in, and, like, within 20 minutes, we all fell asleep. Yeah. And it wasn't even, like, we were, like, 17. No. Should have been full of energy. It was a Friday night, and by, like, 10.30, 20 minutes into this movie, we were, yeah. we were, we were done. It sucks. It sucks. And there's a random... That's one of those Adam Sandler movies where it's like Steve Buscemi was on Boardwalk Empire and in like a ton of big Hollywood shows and mm-hmm. movies, and he's like yeah. a very serious, critically acclaimed actor. He's <laughs> just that cross-eyed motherfucker. And then he's in Grown Ups, Grown Ups Two, Big Daddy. Oh, Big Daddy! And a very small role mm-hmm. in Billy Madison that I always forget about. Who's he in Billy Madison? Remember the guy that he he calls him because he bullied him in high school. 
And then when he hangs up the phone, he's like putting lipstick on. Oh and my And he crosses the dame off. And then at yeah. the end of the movie, he comes in and shoots that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's <laughs> right. That is Steve Buscemi. And I always forget that. Because it's such a minor part. It is. It's like, they, he is such a small role. It is. Watching that movie, and like, I forget who else is in it, but. Adam Sandler, it's Billy Madison. The craziest shit's happening. They completely distract you. Norm MacDonald is in it. Norm that's who I was. I was like, it's like Norm MacDonald, Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler, the the dad from Get Out. Yeah. Who's he? Oh, he's like the He's the guy, guy trying to, yeah, he's the villain of Billy Madison. Madison. Right. And like everybody else isn't really, they didn't really do anything no after that. that big, yeah. yeah. I mean, they did other stuff, but they weren't really. No, you see them and you're like, oh, that's huge. Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's the fat principal from Billy Madison. <laughs> like, you don't know him from anything else. Right. It's like the guy from Office Space. He has a name, mm-hmm. but it's always like, oh, that's the guy. Office. That's the yeah. guy from Office Space. Mm-hmm. What's really mad is I know the boss. I knew his name, and yeah. now I forget what it is. <laughs> Cause he's, I don't, and what's weird is I don't know him as the boss from Office Space. I know him as the dad from the Brady Bunch movie. Because <laughs> he's the dad in the Brady he Bunch is. movie. It's not why I... He's the dad in the Brady Bunch movie. He's the boss in Office Space. Yeah. He's the announcer in Dodgeball. That's what I'm thinking of. He's... I was like, I don't know him from either of those. He's in so many fucking movies and TV shows. Dude, Dodgeball. He's on Veep. I really forget what his name is now. And then, what's his name? Who plays Dr. Cox in Office Space. Oh, he, he will always be Dr. Cox. He's amazing. He will uh, yeah, always yeah. be Dr. Cox. That is genuinely one of the greatest performances of all time. Yeah. The fact, like, that man makes me piss myself 70%. He's really funny. He's so funny. And then, like, there's a couple episodes where he just tears your fucking heart out. Yeah. I'm like, dude. That show was really good at that. That show was amazing. My favorite scene from Scrubs, it's very underrated and so specific. I have it saved in my YouTube favorites. It's, like, 30 seconds long. Yeah. And it's his kid, Dr. Cox's kid, Mm -hmm. goes up to Dr. Kelso and just says, and just says to him, "Your skin is wrinkly." And Bob Kelso looks down at this like four-year-old kid, and he's like, Maybe. "Well, that shirt you're wearing is gay." And just walks away, <laughs> yeah. and it's so funny because oh he walks God. away, and he has this giant grin on his face, oh, like so what he did was so right, and it's so fucking funny because. Because it's his and like the cadence, just, oh, yeah, the yeah. cadence. Because it's literally like your skin is winkly, and then he just looks down and he's like, "Well, that shirt you're wearing is gay," and just <laughs> walks, just leaves, just gone. That would never fly today. No, that would never. That had to be no. halfway through that show. That show started in 2001, so that had to be like maybe 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah, and like that would just never. Even then, there that was some people that was the late nineties, early two thousands, where everything was gay. Everything because that's just when you like. Yeah, it's just the use of the word back then. Yeah, and now we're we're all more well, not all of us, but most of us are more tolerable. Oh yeah, and more tolerant of other people. We're not ignorant. Tolerable, I don't think was the right word. No, definitely not. Tolerant, I Brian was like, I used to hate gay people, and they used to hate me, but <laughs> now we kind of get along. Sometimes. The second I said it, I'm like, that's not right. You, that's one of those times where it's it was. It's just, I'm going to sound so dumb. I'm going to make myself sound like an idiot. But it was one of those words where it was just long enough that I was like, I thought I knew what that meant, but I'm going to assume that he used it right, and that I don't actually know what it means, and I'm just going to breeze over it. Yeah. Um. Oh God. Great, great stuff. If you 
if you like him, you should watch Stand Against Evil on IFC. Yeah. It's very funny. Very weird. Mm -hmm. Very strange. I'm going to check it out. I like Dana Gould a lot, who created it. Mm -hmm. Um, He's in it as well. And then Dr. Cox is in it. Uh, Fuck, I forget the other girl's name. But then David Koechner has like a couple of roles in a couple episodes. There's a lot of weird cameos from other comedians and people in there. It's so funny. Um, I think their new season starts up soon. I don't know how many seasons have been on either. It's so funny. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so, it's like a weird horror comedy. I remember seeing trailers for that. And I literally just said, oh, that's Dr. Cox. I want to see it. Yeah. And that's and literally. And like, but I haven't seen anything in it. I honestly thought it, that it might have gotten canceled. I haven't seen it in anything on it in forever. Well, they haven't been on. <clears throat> it hasn't. I don't know how long it's been off. They didn't get canceled. Yeah. I know the new season is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. But it's been, I feel like it's been off the air for a year or two. Yeah. Now. I mean, it could be. It. Shows do that shit all the time. Well, on IFC especially. Yeah. IFC is a weird channel where it's just like... It's not HBO like they're pumping out new TV yeah. shows all the time. IFC's like, we put stuff on here now and then. IFC's you, like, we You can watch it if you want. And every, <laughs> you can watch it if you want. Every now and then we're going to give you something new. IFC feels like... like we'll get back to it in five IFC minutes. feels like it's just no, like no pressure. We have this show here if you want to watch it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. There's some yeah. other shows over here. You can watch those. You know, yeah. It doesn't matter. We're not going to cancel it. No. But it's here. HBO is like, you like this show? Let yeah. me show you everything else that we've ever yeah. done, and you're going to watch it, or you're an idiot. Yeah. HBO does the good thing, though, of like, HBO found the happy medium of, we have this show that's, like, here's the new episode at 10. Mm-hmm. To refresh your memory, we're going to show you the last week's episode at 9. Oh, I love that. Most channels do that. What doesn't work is the channel A&E, where it's like, or True TV. They also do it. (laughs) Or it's like, we have a new episode of Impractical Jokers at 10. Mm -hmm. But for three days before that, we're going to show you every other episode of Impractical Jokers ever made to lead into this new episode. A&E does the same thing. A&E's like, we have a new episode of Storage Wars at 10. American (laughs) Pickers. And it's like the season four finale. And then it's like, leading up to that, here's... Every episode of season four and the entire first three seasons, because we don't have any other shows no. to play. It always blew my mind how... They did the same thing with Duck Dynasty. Duck Dynasty. And then the grandfather got all racist and homophobic, and <clears throat> they canceled it. And everybody in America's like, are you surprised by that? Right, like, did you know what you were watching? Yeah. This is going to sound terrible, but look at them. Yeah. Like, realize where they're from. It's like, a different part of the world. It's like, oh, the old man with camouflage on that, like, lives in an easy chair <laughs> doesn't like gay people or black people? Wow. Shocking. That's shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was best friends with Barack Obama. <laughs> Even though you know he didn't vote for him. He probably didn't vote, period. Oh, no way. He voted for Trump. <laughs> 100%. He hasn't voted in 30 years. He, he wanted like, to, you know, but he's not registered. Oh. <laughs> he went there. You know what? He, that's what it is. He went there. He got to the place. He was like, I want to vote. And they're like, you? can I see your registration card? Like, are you registered with it? And when he found out that he wasn't, he decided that he was never going to vote again. They have a Christmas album. Duck Dynasty? Yeah, my parents have it. Pass. <laughs> there's like, there's one song on it that's not terrible. Maybe two that aren't that aren't like atrocious, mm-hmm. but most of them are bad. Most of them are real shit. 
Uh, but yeah, man. Great networks that do great things and shit networks that do shit things. A&E doesn't do anything good anymore. I never got how they split shows like that up into seasons. Yeah. Like, the only reality show that ever made sense to me that you can break it up into seasons was Jersey Shore. Because they would, like, they would film it, they'd go down to the shore for, like, two or three months in a year. And, like, the season starts when they go down and it ends when they leave. And, like, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Every other reality show, I'm like, how do you pick, like, when to start and when to stop? And then, like, when do you pick up again? It doesn't blow my mind. I'm not, like, losing sleep over it. But it's just something I've never The only reality shows I watch... Have, there has to be reality competition. I will not watch anything else. Cake Boss. Nope, that's not one. No. <laughs> also, Cake Boss is terrible. I fucking, <laughs> I fucking hate him What's so that much. Buddy guy? Buddy Velastro. I hate him. I, I love Duff Goldman, who was on Ace of Cakes. He was the guy from Maryland. Ace of Cakes. And they just did that's on Food game. Network Buddy versus Duff. Yeah. And it was very contentious. Duff ended up winning, which is that's good. good. I love Duff. Duff is so original. And the stuff he does is so good, and every every fucking thing Buddy does. Oh my sweet Christ! I don't know if that man can do anything original. I watched that show, and like every cake, every donut, every pastry, every single fucking thing he made was like, oh, this is my dad's recipe, or this is my mom's recipe. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. And I'm like, bro, just make this something yourself. Shop. I'm like, did you do anything? What just have like you contributed to this. And he, I think it's being the face of the. I show? think it's just him trying to get like sympathy from people to really get him the votes of like, I'm good because this was my dad's cake shop. I, yeah. I used to work here when I was a kid. Oh, I'm so Jersey and Italian. Oh, I'm so Jersey and Italian. And he's. I think the worst part about him is he's just like the people from the Jersey Shore, oh, where you're yeah. trying to be like. Hey, yo, I'm very authentic Italian. And it's like, no, you're very authentic New Jersey. Oh, big time. Which is terrible. Yep. You're very authentic. The number one one state in nuclear waste dumps. Yeah, you're very authentic New Jersey. (laughs) Nuclear waste dumps. Um, But yeah, reality competition. I'll watch Cutthroat Kitchen on Food Network. All those, like, cooking competition shows I'll watch. Oh, yeah. I used to watch America's Got Talent. And then... There was a guy who speed painted to music who was phenomenal. Cool. His name is David Garibaldi, if you ever want to look him up. Um, phenomenal. Should have won. Yeah. And I stand by, it was the season that Sharon Osbourne left. I think they were trying to get her to stay because Probably. the winners of that season were an old man and his son who taught dogs how to do, like, circus tricks. I'm like, this is not, no. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. Do that shit in your backyard. Like, fuck off. Ugh. In your backyard. And then there was too many, like, <clears throat> singers and dancers. I'm like, there's four there's million singing competition shows. that show every single season. I watch I'm them. Never, I'm like, dude, there's go to a singing show Yeah. That. I'm like, American Idol, The Voice. There's, like, three of them on there's Fox. Like, that's just, just, like, in America. There's... And the same thing with the dancers. Yeah. I'm like, go on so you think you can dance. Don't come on America's Got Talent. Right. Stupid. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I just can't, I got over that show real quick, and there hasn't really been anything else that I've watched reality-wise. Kelly watches Jersey Shore, Vanderpump Rules. Um, Vanderpump Rules? I watch all, all the Real Housewives, Kelly watches all of them. I watched, like, one season of the show Below Deck. 
on Bravo. Okay. Because the chef was hysterical. Yeah. His name was Ben. So funny. It's just people who work on a yacht. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so funny. Ben was amazing. He's a total asshole. Like a total oh, for sure. British, so it seems like he's being nice a lot of times, but he's just a total dick. Backhanded shit. Total dick. <laughs> Every two seconds. Like, such an asshole, but it was so funny. Uh, yeah. So we're reaching 45 minutes. Yeah, I'm trying... Really? I'm yeah, we're 40, 45, 44 minutes, fifty seconds. Damn. Right when I said that, uh, I'm trying to keep them within like a half hour, forty five minutes. The yeah. first, the first couple. Oh uh, yeah. Because I've there's so many of them I can't listen to them. I have to. It takes me multiple days to listen to one because they're an hour long. Right. And there's Dak Shepard who makes like a three hour long podcasts, and I'm like, who has the time to listen to this? I'm like very. Week to listen I'm to like it. I'm interested in it, but like I, who has the time? Right. And I can't listen to them at work. I can't, like, it's just, I can't do it. No, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so I think that's that's good for now. Episode one, I think, went well. Agreed. I don't, like, I've heard a couple, Conan has a podcast out now, and he did Mark Maron and Pete Holmes. A couple people have been on it in the episodes that I've listened to. And Mark Maron talked about it. I think Pete Holmes talked about it. Where they're like, podcasts work so much better when you don't have a setup. Yeah. Like, where you're just kind of off the cuff sitting, hanging out, talking. And that's what I kind of... I have saved on my Facebook, like, a ton of top ten lists. I have a bunch of, like, every movie in the MCU ranked from worst to best. I don't think anybody else has done that. I have, like, all that shit, and I'm like... If I need to, I will bring up those discussion points. Like, there's a couple people I know that want to... Are friends of ours want to do this. And there's a couple people I know that, like, I think it would be better to have... At least a jumping off point for oh, yeah, a conversation. To start. I think it would just be, it would be fun to, yeah. to come in and do that. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of them. There's a couple of them. I know for Kelly, when she finally gets around to wanting to do them, I have a list that's like all the shirtless, all the gratuitous shirtless scenes in the MCU ranked <laughs> from worst to best. And I'm like, she'll worst. enjoy it. She'll enjoy this. Oh, I already have best. I already have it. Worst. If you're going by their standards, it's an old list too, so it's an old. It hasn't. It wasn't. It's pre Endgame. Oh, you like found it somewhere? Oh yeah, someone oh, someone okay. made it. Oh, all right. It's and it's pre Endgame because by their list, worst would be Thor and Avengers Endgame. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there. I was. I'm sitting here. I was like, I don't think anybody's shirtless in, in Endgame. Thor is a lot. A lot. It's just not the Thor we're used to. Which seeing. is funny because like. No one else is shirtless in Endgame no. except Fat Thor. You get Steve Rogers in like a wife beater for ten seconds when yeah. he's shaving. But other than that, it's so funny. That's hilarious. Fat Thor, Fat Thor, and then Tony Dead. No, best definitely has to be Ed Norton curled up in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible Hulk movie. <laughs> Show you like the side of his ass. <laughs> Best one. Either that or, again, Ed Norton in that same movie where he's learning those bullshit breathing techniques and his stomach's going in and out really fast. I think it's the... I think the number one is the full frontal Ty Burrell scene in, in Ed Norton's Incredible <laughs> Oh, is that is that Ty Burrell yeah. in there? Yeah. Oh, wow, holy shit. Where it's like Ed Norton sees him from the waist down, it's just his dick, and he's like, is that, is that Ty Burrell? Oh, that's right. And he goes, is that Ty Burrell? And then he, like, bends down to pull his pants up, and he goes, yeah. oh, it is Ty Burrell. Yeah, he's, like, getting off the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Those are actually the same scene. Yeah. He just peeks his head out of the shower real quick, and it's Ty Burrell's penis. Yeah. Hanging out. 
Christ. Good Lord. <laughs> what a weird remake. <laughs> Stanley's cameo is just he's the bathroom attendant. Stanley's, he's the naked bathroom attendant, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, how did they make? How have you? How did you do the MCU for ten years? And like Evans gets shirtless, Downey gets shirtless, Thor gets shirtless, Paul Rudd gets shirtless. I think ever like Pratt, Pratt uh, not once. Tom Holland, not once repeatedly. is Stanley shirtless. That's a travesty. Because he's an old man. If he takes his shirt off, he would get so cold that he would just freeze and die immediately. Yeah, that's true. I think every costume they put him in, they just put over his button-up shirt and sweater. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. MCU's not going to be the same anymore. Nah, it's really not. Now I'm sad. (laughs) Now I'm sad. Now I'm sad. (laughs) On that note. On that depressing note, folks, while you're crying, uh, if you can still hear us through the tears... That are short circuiting your laptop <laughs> or your phone. Who the fuck listens to podcasts on a laptop? Jesus, Jesus Christ! Oh, so old. Oh my god! I'm so old. You're still getting this through your dial-up modem. Yeah. If if you've received this fax, <laughs> please send your money in the mail, <laughs> cash only. <laughs> oh my god. Fun fact about the fax machine before we go, for all the listeners at home, and probably for you, because I do I do trivia, that's what that trophy is, uh, at okay. the party in the summer. We yeah. started doing trivia now. And one of the questions I learned last year was, while people on the Oregon Trail were dying of dysentery, there were people using the fax machine. That's weird. Oh, yeah, the fax machine... People, it's way older than people are faxing people while other people are literally pooping themselves to death. So dirty that they're dying. Like, (laughs) like, I can send, I can send a piece of paper to someone in a different goddamn city. Meanwhile, the guy sitting next to me is just shitting Shitting himself himself to death. death. How does that make sense? That was probably the first fax ever sent. God. Hey, Mom, I'm doing well. Oh, my God. Travis just pooped himself to death. Yeah. Gotta go. This country's so weird. Oh, so backwards. Not even backwards, just imbalanced. Yeah. like (laughs) every aspect of the world. The first fax is like, Dearest Margaret, the war is going well. P.S. I have dysentery. (laughs) And then it's just like the letter P, because he just like kept hitting the thing, and he's just dead on the keyboard. (laughs) Like, it's just... What's this black spot here on the fax? Oh, that's because the original had shit all over it. Because he died of dysentery. He died of dysentery. And then it's also weird to know that filming the first Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford had dysentery. That's right. Best scene ever, though. Like that's why he just shoots that guy. Yeah, that's why that that's why that scene is so short. He was just like, no, I'm sick of shit. I can't do that. I'm just doing this. He's like, no, I'm literally pooping myself right now. (laughs) This is the third costume we've gone through because I'm just shitting myself because I have dysentery. Bang, you're dead. (laughs) You know what else is dead? My colon. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Like that blows my I didn't know that until I think probably last year or two years ago. It blew my fucking mind. It was the 70s, wasn't it? I think. Or the 80s? Maybe the 80s. The late 70s, early 80s? If it was even more, I think it was like, yeah, probably in the 80s. It was definitely that era because the dialogue is terrible. The dialogue is what was in Harrison Ford's pants. Um, (laughs) 
but yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been a fun first episode. I can't imagine that you're not going to be on again because you you and Jeremy will probably be two of my most recurring guests. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Jeremy I'll was. Be back. I did an episode before this. Jeremy was in it. The audio was terrible. I apologize to him in person. I'll apologize to him on here. Fuck you, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the audio was shit. I would have used it as the first episode, but it's. He's, it sounds like he's in my neighbor's house and I'm like in the microphone yelling. <laughs> um, I would ask him a question and it sounds like he's three doors down. Like, and it's like, I can't understand any of this and I don't have the skills to change the audio levels on anything. So I'm just going to get rid of it. Uh, but yeah, it's been fun. I was glad that you were, I was really excited to have you on. I was excited to be here. I mean, I was excited to have Ryan on, too, but that obviously didn't happen. Fuck that guy. Um, but, like... He's a friend you can keep. But... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was... I don't know. And I think... Because, like, this episode alone, I didn't need jumping off point topics. No, we just dicked around for a while. And, like, it was fun. It was mm-hmm. great. Had a good time. It was one of those, like... That class was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, that hit me the other day. Like... The other day, I was like, motherfucker, I really fucked up and ended up in Montco. I was like, but then I never would have met Brian, so I'm really glad. I, I know. Like, it's one of those Montco. things. I'm like. Thank you, Montco. I'm like, I had friends when I was in elementary school, because who doesn't? It's pretty sad if you don't. <laughs> if you're six and no one wants to be your friend. Yeah. Like, you're going to be a serial Jesus killer. Jesus Christ. Bottom line. Yeah. It's like, your name is Ted Bundy. Move on. <laughs> Zach Efron will make a movie about you in a couple of years. Get over it. Uh, but yeah. And then, like, middle school was shit. High school was shit. And then even, like, after high school was shit, it's just feel that. still nothing. It just gets worse after <laughs> And, like, I met, I met you, and then Ryan subsequently, and John, and Joe, and all those guys. Yeah. Matt, who I miss dearly. Met him, like, twice, but I love that say, kid. Did you meet Keesley? Yeah. Oh, wow. I met him. That's a throwback. Twi- was it twice? It must have I think been. it was. Did I he come think. to, he came to a movie with us, did he not? Uh. One of them. He, I think he might have been there for Ragnarok. I think he might have been. I think he like. I think it was a movie in the area. I think it was a movie and then that party, and that was the only two times I've met him. Well, yeah, because he. But he was hilarious. He lived in New York and then he came back for like a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, he's awesome. I love that kid. But yeah, I think that's a good place to end because we've now reached fifty-four minutes. Uh, Yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, I'll have another episode up in a couple of weeks. Um. The outro is going to be weird. The intro is going to be weird. We're working on that. (laughs) (laughs) We will figure it out. This is episode one. Uh, Tell your friends to listen. Tell whoever you want. Your parents can listen. I don't give a shit. They're probably not going to like it. (laughs) But uh, you're probably not going to like it. But (laughs) uh, yeah, thanks. And I don't know. (laughs) See you later. I'm going to talk to you soon. With love, Brian and Andy. (laughs) Oh. Good night, everybody. Oh, my God.